0: Next, on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important
1: issues. Did Moses actually write the first five books of the Bible? Today we interview documentary filmmaker Tim Mahoney, who is producing a new documentary, Patterns of Evidence, Part 2, and he says yes.
0: Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name.
1: a returning guest and a documentary filmmaker who is exploring biblical archeology span to answer the question in this time, this is uh, part two of his documentary filmmaking series, Patterns of Evidence and answering the question, did Moses really write the first five books of the Bible? Welcome to the program via Skype, Tim Mahoney. Welcome, Tim.
2: Well, thank you, Dr. Chaps. It's, uh, it's great to be back on.
1: Well, I'm so honored to meet you again. I think uh, we see each other at NRB once in a while and I'm excited to bring to people's attention this brand new Fathom Events Christian film uh, or or Jewish film, Hebrew film. How would you describe your film and when is it coming out?
2: Well, uh, the film I would say is it's Patterns of Evidence is an investigative film uh, investigating the stories of the Bible. There's a lot of critics you know, that are suggesting that uh, the Bible is not what it purports to be, and as I was working on this investigation, the, the next question I had to, to answer was, did Moses write the first books of the Bible? Uh, because I was going to universities and, and hearing from professors that were stating that this you know, just didn't happen. So that's why we decided to focus on uh, the Moses controversy, which is, can we find evidence that Moses had the ability to write the first books of the Bible? because their scholars were suggesting that you know there wasn't even Hebrew available at the time that Moses existed.
1: Well that's a disturbing thought. I mean if if the Bible says this is the story of Moses, I mean Exodus for example, that's pretty much the story of Moses leading the people out of Egypt into the promised land uh or or Joshua and and the people who followed him, if if that's not written by Moses, then who do these so called scholars think wrote the bible well
2: what they 're suggesting is that uh, that this uh, that the first books of the Bible were written by multiple authors over the course of hundreds of years uh, you know possibly be, possibly a thousand years after the events happened to kind of create a history and but that 's not what the Bible is saying. the Bible is basically uh, claiming that Moses is writing an eyewitness account of the events of God acting in history. Now obviously he, didn't, uh, he wasn't there during the creation. Uh, he wasn't there during the time of Abraham and, and uh, Noah and the flood. So there was information that was passed forward to Moses. But Moses was really the first one that, that we know of that basically compiled these first five books of the Bible. And even in the New Testament, uh, there are many, in fact throughout the scriptures, there's references back to Moses, and even Jesus claims that Moses wrote about him. That's why I felt it was so important to deal with this next question. Did Moses write the first books of the Bible? Was there a possibility that he had a writing system that he could have used?
1: Well, we're gonna show a quick trailer, but before we uh, tease people with this trailer about your video, where can people go to movie theaters and when should they sign up with Fathom Events to watch this near their home?
2: Well, they can go. The, the film is going to be uh, shown in uh, over 900 and some theaters, 950 theaters across the nation on March 14th, which is a Thursday night at 630, uh, on March 16th, which, which is a Saturday matinee, and on March 19th, which is a Tuesday night at 630. Now, those, this film starts immediately at 630, and it's a two-hour feature presentation with a panel discussion following it. Uh, and so they can go to PatternsofEvidence.com slash Moses to get their tickets. They just uh, type in their zip code and they'll show them where a theater is nearby them.
1: Fantastic, the 14th, 16th and 19th of March. Let's run a short trailer of Patterns of Evidence. Did Moses really write the Bible?
0: Moses had written down all the instructions from God as well as the history of his people beginning with the creation of the world. Did Moses read the Torah? Frankly, I don't think so. I don't think any mainstream scholars would any longer hold that view. If
1: you do not believe his writings, how will you believe my words? So there it looks like you have a definitive statement from Jesus that Moses produced the Torah and he's taking an awful lot on that reality. He would have written in
0: Egyptian, probably, if he had written, not Hebrew. Hebrew is a kind of dialect that developed much later. Though writing was possible, most people were illiterate, and so who would have written it and for whom? There is no reading public.
2: The question of Moses' ability to write the first books of the Bible led me to the ancient lands of the Middle East, searching for patterns of evidence that match the
0: biblical events. The Lord said to Moses, write this in a book. This is very writing script that's the basis of the world's oldest alphabet. But well, when you read it, it doesn't actually become Egyptian. It's something quite different. We
1: believe there are thousands of more documents that possibly could be found. So that connects these two inscriptions in time. To the
0: time of Joseph. Yes. I wish that it were true. It's not science. Whether it is or not is a question of belief.
2: So the question is, is, is the Bible a literal story of God acting in history?
1: Welcome back. Uh, I'm joined again by Timothy Mahoney. Tim, uh, we're about to go to commercial break, but remind the audience, why did you make this film? What did, what did the people just see?
2: Well, what they're seeing is this, this tension uh, between uh, mainstream scholars who are suggesting that there isn't any evidence for the Bible and uh, conservative scholars who are basically saying, wait a minute, there is evidence, and and you're ignoring it. Uh, And so why is this important is that when you send off your children or grandchildren off to university, a lot of them today are hearing information that isn't quite up to date. It's not actually accurate uh, when it comes to how the Bible was uh, created and how it was formed. And and I think that uh, these big questions are obstacles for many people in their faith. And that's why I think it's important for, you know, even for myself, I'm taking the audience on a journey with me, asking these big questions so we can understand, is the Bible really a historical document showing that God acted in history? And uh, that's what this film is. It's a Bible-affirming uh, film that basically gives you amazing new evidence. And the conclusions of it are so significant, and I don't want to give it away, but it <laughs> is so powerful when you realize what this what this uh, this amazing book is that we we have here.
1: Get your movie tickets now. Sign up at patternsofevidence.com/slash-moses. We'll be right back with more from Tim Mahoney.
0: Giving you a megaphone in Washington D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back.
1: We're here in Israel, in literally the scene of all of the holy sites, like the Via Dolorosa, where Jesus carried his cross the Garden Tomb where he was raised from the dead, the Sea of Galilee where he taught the disciples. And I prayed, Lord, how can I bring this inspiring environment into your living room? And what we've produced is a four-DVD disc set with the entire Gospel of Matthew. I teach every verse in all 28 chapters of Matthew in short 12-minute segments so you can understand the exact words that Jesus taught from the exact location where Jesus lived. Pick up the phone right now and call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D for a suggested donation of just $50. We'll give you all four discs, the entire Gospel of Matthew, or you can write to us at the address on your screen or visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. You're gonna love this Bible teaching. Pick up the phone and call us today. If you've watched our program, you know that we stand with Israel as God's chosen people we need you to sign a petition today. Why? Because did you know that even as Iran is now developing 800 mile range cruise missiles, could be nuclear tip very soon, that our US Congress has now three brand new freshman congresswomen, we call them the three anti-Semitic musketeers, Ocasio-Cortez and two Muslims, Talib and Omar. And they are influencing Nancy Pelosi to have the most anti-Semitic Congress in years. We need to stand with our friends in Israel, and that's why we're asking you to sign a petition. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Don't divide Jerusalem. Stand with Israel, and stand up to the United Nations. We will fax it to the Congress, but you need to sign today. Take a stand. Visit PrayInJesusName.org and sign our petition today.
2: Could Moses have really written the first five books of the Bible? Scholars say no, but the Bible says yes. Who is right? Together, let's investigate with patterns of evidence the Moses controversy. This brand new documentary includes a panel discussion and uncovers profound evidence you have to see to believe. In select cinemas for three days only, March 14th, 16th, and 19th.
1: Get tickets today.
0: He is the intersection of
1: church and state. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Tim Mahoney, documentary filmmaker and uh, I'm gonna say biblical archeologist or at least you interview some. And Tim, uh, who are some of the scholars in your documentary who believe or or help us conclude that Moses did write the Bible?
2: Well, we've got a number of, of scholars, both pro and con. The reason why patterns of evidence films are I think are very effective is because we allow the audience to hear multiple viewpoints. And so I've got some very well-known, famous uh, archaeologists that, that are, are uh, probably what we would call on the negative side of the Bible that don't see evidence for it. Uh, Dr. Bill Deaver, uh, he doesn't uh, necessarily see evidence for the authorship of Moses at the time. Uh, Dr. Donald Redford and, and uh, Douglas Knight. These are they're really good men. I, I mean, I really enjoyed being with them, but they have a completely different view of how the Bible was, was written and created. But then we have other, uh, other professors um, that are conservative and more Bible-believing. Uh, Randall Price, uh, who is uh, at Liberty. We have uh, Peter Gentry, uh, who is a professor of Old Testament. And uh, we have uh, uh, Dwayne Garrett, and both of those men are at Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. Then I have two others, which uh, is Dr. Petrovich at the Bible Seminary, and he has written a book called uh, Hebrew, the world's oldest alphabet. And uh, in this film, then uncovers this idea of the alphabet, and uh, that the the world's oldest alphabet shows up in Egypt at the time that uh, we believe the Israelites uh, were there. And there's a connection to this first form of writing, which is actually revolutionizes the whole world of writing and makes it simple for people to write and to read and this all happens at this time uh, connecting the early israelites in egypt uh... with this uh, amazing tool so
1: that's one, the of the, that's one of the questions that you address in the film from both sides is that moses according to legend according to the bible itself grew up as an egyptian he would have had egyptian education why would he not have written the first five books of the Bible, if he was the author in the Egyptian language instead of uh, as they are presented now in the Hebrew language, which may have uh, come later.
2: Well, that's what some people would say that Moses could have written this in Egyptian or in some other form because he would have been trained. But do you know that to, to learn Egyptian, there was a thousand or more characters. It was very complex and it took a lot for someone to learn this. But an alphabet only has 26 letters. And uh, so, in other words, it went from a thousand uh, letters that you'd have to learn to uh, to like 26. So the point of it is, is that the, the Bible was written so that it wasn't just one person could write it down. That is true. He could have used uh, hieroglyphics, a form of hieroglyphics to do this, or cuneiform, as they call it. But the point was that Moses told the people, the Israelites, that they were to, uh, to uh, write these commands on their doorposts and teach them to your children. So what happened when the alphabet comes along is that it actually creates a tool that not only can you write with, but people can read it. And that is the whole, I think the whole genius of an alphabet is that now even children can read it. In fact, I have a scene with my granddaughter who is probably five years old learning to read. And I remember driving around in the car and I could hear these sounds in the back of the car as she was sounding out words as we would drive past, you know, stores. You know, she would go car wash, you know? She could see the words and sound it out. Well, that is the genius, I believe, of this early alphabet. And that's the genius of the Bible. And do you know that no other book in the world has utilized the alphabet more than the Bible? into more languages this alphabetic tool then 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 grew and spread throughout the world it's like a track a track that that like a train track and guess what the bible was the one book that utilized that alphabet more than any other book in the world and there's one other key there's there's verses you look for clues and it says you know it's the word of god or the word of the lord came and then if we look at the Gospel of John, what does it say? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And then later it says, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Have you ever thought about that? The fact that that um, what you need is a way to form a Word, and letters form a Word. We take it for granted today, but it, it didn't always exist. So you have this really powerful way to communicate the words of God. And in, I, and I in Romans, it. by the
1: way. I, I think it's, it's absolutely brilliant. Uh, we, we do need to take a, a short commercial break, but for those of you who don't speak five-year-old, let me translate, car wash means car wash. That's what that, is. <laughs> uh, let's take a short break. When we come back, Tim Mahoney will explain more about the Moses controversy.
0: Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News.
1: If you've watched our program, you know that we stand with Israel as God's chosen people. We need you to sign a petition today, why? Because did you know that even as Iran is now developing 800-mile range cruise missiles, could be nuclear TIF very soon, that our US Congress has now three brand new freshman Congresswomen, we call them the three anti-Semitic musketeers, Ocasio-Cortez and two Muslims, Talib and Omar and they are influencing Nancy Pelosi to have the most anti-Semitic Congress in years. We need to stand with our friends in Israel and that's why we're asking you to sign a petition. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Don't divide Jerusalem, stand with Israel and stand up to the United Nations. We will fax it to the Congress, but you need to sign today, take a stand visit PrayInJesusName.org and sign our petition today. We're here in Israel, in literally the scene of all of the holy sites, like the Via Dolorosa, where Jesus carried his cross, the Garden Tomb where he was raised from the dead, the Sea of Galilee, where he taught the disciples. And I prayed, Lord, how can I bring this inspiring environment into your living room? And what we've produced is a four DVD disc set with the entire Gospel of Matthew. I teach every verse in all 28 chapters of Matthew in short, 12-minute segments, so you can understand the exact words that Jesus taught from the exact location where Jesus lived. Pick up the phone right now and call us at 866-ObeyGod. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D for a suggested donation of just $50. We'll give you all four discs, the entire Gospel of Matthew, or you can write to us at the address on your screen or visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. You're gonna love this Bible teaching. Pick up the phone and call us today.
0: Stay tuned for the end of our show to learn how to partner with this ministry. Here's Dr. Chaps.
1: Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, uh, joined again by Tim Mahoney, who is a documentary filmmaker. Uh, Tim, you have also made, uh, and I wanna finish up this thing on the Moses, Moses controversy, but you've also made another documentary film, the original patterns of evidence was about uh, whether or not the Exodus could have taken place. Why your fascination in both of these movies with Moses?
2: Well, yeah, that's a great question. I think that um, uh, there's a a part of it that uh, is a calling, you know, in my own life. I I didn't know that I would be so involved for almost 18 years of my life, working in such uh, a focused area but what I could see is that the, the stories of the Exodus is foundational. It's foundational to the entire Bible. Uh, all the other verses and chapters, you know, point back to the story of the Exodus. There's the whole, the whole sim- symbolism of the Passover uh, and the shed blood of the Lamb, which then Jesus becomes the, the Lamb who takes away the sins of the world. Uh, so there's all these connections to the story of the Exodus that are foundational, you know, passing through the sea. Uh, is also like baptism, and uh, so I think that it's fu- if you can understand the foundational stories of the Bible, uh, are they historical or are they just allegories? That those are the questions that I somehow was drawn into, and the vision is to take patterns of evidence and look through the Bible. Patterns of evidence, the Bible is
1: what we're looking for. So before and after this this documentary, which is showing in Fathom events theaters around the country on March 14th, 16th, and 19th. 14th, 16th, and 19th of March. Uh, and by the way, you can get tickets at his website, patternsofevidencecom Moses. Get your tickets right now. But before and after that, you have an award-winning panel of experts, including people like Todd Starnes, Oz Guinness, uh, some others who, who do some analysis of the film. Talk about that and set up this 30-minute clip we're gonna show. A 30 okay,
2: seconds. Uh, uh, yeah, the, uh, we have um, also Mike, Michael Medved and Pastor Air Bernard, uh, and so we have a really good panel, and we filmed this in uh, Brooklyn, New York at the Cultural Christian Center, and afterwards they really talk about why is it significant that we actually have an ability to have uh, an alphabet and, and have this opportunity to know what God's Word is, to retain the knowledge of God in a way that you can hear from the writings of Moses. If, if this is Moses' writings, then we're hearing what God told Moses, and you and I are able to read that thousands of years later. And so I think in this particular clip, uh, I'm not sure which one you
1: have, probably Os Guinness. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, it, it's Oz Guinness. Let's, let's go ahead and roll that clip. What was the takeaway for you watching this film?
2: Well, for me, it just underscored how Exodus is the master
1: narrative of our American and Western freedom. And we've got to re-explore it and stand for it today because we are the champions and the guardians of the highest view of human dignity and the highest view human freedom. It's all there in the Torah and the freedom in the Exodus. Okay, we're back with Tim Mahoney. Tim, uh, set up for us the the, the first, documentary you made. We're all gonna go on March 14th, 16th, and 19th to see the new documentary, Patterns of Evidence Part 2, The Moses Controversy, but you made Patterns of Evidence Part 1 a couple years ago and now it's available on DVD.
2: Right. That film actually looks for six major events of the exodus and once again it's the the prequel to this film Uh, but that film uh, basically looked for the arrival of the Israelites uh, their multiplication and then their enslavement, and we uncover evidence for Joseph and his family coming into the exact area where the Bible places the Israelites. And the archaeology shows that it's there. The challenge has been always is that uh, scholars have have reinterpreted the time when the Bible s- suggests that it should be. They're not taking the exact biblical time where conservatives would look at it. They've they've moved the time of the Exodus to the time of ramesses not to the time of 1450 BC. But if you look in these earlier time periods, that's when the story of the Exodus starts to uncover with new discoveries that have been made. And then later on we can see that the destruction of Egypt, we can see the uh, exodus out of Egypt and the conquest of the promised land with evidence at Jericho. all the evidences match the stories of the Bible. That's the reason why we said, let's take a whole new approach. Let's use the patterns of evidence approach, And and look for where we see the patterns.
1: I love it. I love it. So you can buy that DVD or or just buy a download. You can go to patternsofevidence.com and get the full I think two-hour documentary uh, of the first series. But then sign up to get your Fathom events pass. I bet there's going to be prayer meetings breaking out in theaters across the country. How can a pastor sign up to bring his church or become a theater captain? Do you have opportunities like that?
2: Yes, we do. We have group ticket sales. So when you go to PatternsofEvidence.com slash Moses, you can look for groups and uh, you can get a part of that. Uh, if you want to send us an email, we can actually get you uh, a lot more information from our engaged media partners. Um, and uh, you can uh, just request more information. You can When you sign up for groups, uh, it, it's, a, uh, it's like a check, uh, it's like a sheet where you'll give your information and say, I want more information. By the way, at the, at the website, there's a, a resource bar that actually has downloads of the trailer and web banners and information so that we can help you communicate to whoever you need to to, to let them know what this film is about. I think this is a very significant film for families. Uh, and for teenagers and for university students to see as well, because what you're going to hear is that don't believe everything your professors are telling you, uh, especially if they're being critical of the Bible, because they may not be uh, actually giving you the whole
1: story. Well, some of these old stodgy professors, they they were called of God when they were young, but then they got so educated, they went to cemetery instead of seminary, and Uh, Now they're losing their faith, but you are inspiring people. Uh, We're out of time, Tim, but I wanna uh, just tease the punchline here. Moses did write the Bible, everybody. (laughs) Moses did write the Bible. You might learn that if you go see PatternsofEvidence.com slash Moses. Buy your tickets today. Tim, I'll give you the last word.
2: Well, I think the Moses controversy is an important film for people to see because it eliminates another criticism I believe, of the Bible. We can't prove everything, but we can say that the plausibility, the the evidence is so strong and it's uh, the conclusions are so powerful that it will give you an entirely new way to appreciate uh, the alphabet and the writing of God's Word, of God acting in history and recording that information in this amazing book called the Bible.
1: Amen and amen. Our guest has been Tim Mahoney. Our website is PrayInJesusName.org. Please donate when you visit PrayInJesusName.org. We'll see you next time. Today, I wanna invite you to sign an important petition to Congress to protect military chaplains, especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. If you remember my story, you know that I was vindicated by Congress in 2006 after I took a principled stand for the right to pray in Jesus' name. But Congress never did pass a positive law to let chaplains pray according to their conscience. Would you sign that petition with me? Let's take action today.